this episode of the award-winning, multiple award-winning Here For It podcast is brought to you by family. Family. You got to say it like you're from the South. Family. Well, I'm not from the South. That's why it's family. That's the way it's pronounced. Family. Like y'all miss letters and enunciation and pronunciation all the time. Oh, my God. Family. The family fucked my husband. Ah! That's right. Faith fucked my husband. What do you want to say about it? Terry pulled a knife on that nigga so quick. (laughs) In the middle of the family discussion. And she is me and I am her. Because if you fuck my husband and you think you're going to show up to the family gathering, you might get cut. If you don't know what I'm talking about, I'm referencing the iconic scene from Soul Food where Vanessa Williams almost cut a bitch. And um, I am putting it out here right now. I am willing and able and have the bail money to cut a bitch. I'm just really confused because she went from talking about the tax lien, the, the pro- I mean the property taxes on Mama's house. Who's paying the utilities? And it's like, you know what? Reroute. <laughs> Not as good as me. I got to correct the nigga. She was like, uh, I'm about to put my mom in the grave. You know, who, the funeral costs. Main point. But you know what? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about all that. I need to cut a bitch. It just went left. So, I'm here for it. She went left and right and chased that bitch the fuck on out the house. <laughs> If you are a faith in your family, be ready and able to be cut. Because if you fuck somebody's husband and then show up to the goddamn repast slash funeral, you might yeah. get cut. She was like, hmm, I wonder what the tax rate on this estate tax. Uh, 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 uh. She couldn't focus like her thoughts. I was like, I have to cut this bitch. I have to. <laughs> because all this other shit. Uh, and this bitch okay, has, so she, she feels like she has the license to show up here after fucking my husband. So she gonna want mama pictures because mama did used to always have the photo book. Uh, you know, this bitch, nothing. She ain't getting that. She get out of here. That's what she gonna get. <laughs> get. Literally get. No, get. So shout out to family. Family. <laughs> this week, this is your colorful commentary on here for a podcast about everything black everything gay and sexual health and mental health and social studies i am the superman t-h-e-e-s-u-p-a-m-a-n okay aka the pride rocks fully verse butch queen okay bka the gift to bottoms Bam. Look at that. See how it went? Bam. Bam. They had connected with me, and I'm not even gay. But I get where you're going with that. I get where you're going with that. Yeah. Um, my name is Ronald Matters. Follow me on the internet at Ronald Matters. And, of course, RonaldMatters.com. This week, we have a special guest. He's going to introduce himself because we could never do it right. <laughs> my name is Derek Cox, better known as Strawberry. The strawberry. What do you do? Are you a stripper? Are you a oh, biological no. woman? I mean, like that's all the above. No, your so no. I I used to be a stripper. I okay. used to escort. I did porn, but you know that's enough about that. Are you serious? Or are you joking? I don't no, know. I'm serious. But oh, you don't know my story. Tell me ask about me. Nigga. You got a platform. But no. Uh, so right now, today's day, I am just a huge advocate for the community. I do public speaking. I sit on four boards, almost five. Capital Pride, Black Pride, Whitman Walker, and the D.C. Council. Okay. Um, I run two HIV programs, um, HEPI, which stands for HIV um, Education, Pure Inspiration, 
and my Peer Plus One program that I run at Whitman Walker for anybody that's newly diagnosed here in DMV with HIV. Oh, how do we get connected with that? Do I go to WhitmanWalker.org or do I go so to you on Instagram? You can go to Whitman Walker or you can find me on Instagram or Facebook or if anyone that you know that you need any assistance that you trust with will refer you to me and okay. they will have my information too. What's your Instagram? My Instagram is Strawberry48 with three B's. And my Facebook is Chow Mei, that's strawberry in Chinese, C-A-O-M-E-I, Cox, C-O-X. Oh, strawberry in Chinese. Yes. Oh, look at you. I see what you did there. <laughs> fancy fish. Fancy fish. Just fancy a little, fish. just a little. <clears throat> um, our icebreaker this week is, since we're officially celebrities now that we have a New York pop-up coming up on August 24th. Come on. Mm-hmm. In case you guys did not know, uh, we announced that our last episode, we will be in New York at uh, Boxers and Hell's Kitchen on August 24th at 5 p.m. We've got some confirmed guests like Inner Hole Uprising, Him Podcast, Eat, Pray, Thought Podcast, Hella Single Podcast, and um, some other ones. Other guests <laughs> that we will like, not tell you remember. until we get there. I can't Surprise. remember. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, yeah. Some of them are real popular, some of them are sexy, and some of them have big dicks. Well, well, shout out to my <laughs> shout out to the Brown Boys in NYC. They're um, also going to be there, my friend. So, um, with that being said, what would your interest music be to our New York pop up? We're not going to have no interest music, but let's just ruminate. Um, definitely something from the gift. Um, Mood forever. We're going to, and get I think there. definitely, I, but we got to fast forward it to the third verse because. <laughs> Like the chorus before the third verse. I'm going to get there. I'm going to get there. You ain't even got to. You ain't even got to. Um, And I think that's my choice. Okay. Well, mine is also a Beyonce song. Okay. Is it from The Gift? Since you The Gift to... No, mine is from Homecoming. The Gift (laughs) to Bottoms. Um, But but mine is from the Homecoming album, actually. Um, it would be the Diva Homecoming Live version. Oh yeah! So I want I want to come in. It's gonna be Diva. The step part. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then it breaks down into um, everybody mad. I'm getting money. Everybody mad. Yeah. Because that's the mood. Like we are gonna talk about the mood forever, but that's the mood that I'm on. If that's my interest, music is everybody mad. I'm getting money. I thought she was gonna pick Sierra Level Up, but I don't know why you thought that. <laughs> I really don't. I really do. It not. was a hit for Sierra. Was it? All right, Strawberry. What's going to be your interest music song? I never thought about that. The girls are introduced. You get to come out to a jam. I know, right? It's down to the bar. <laughs> um, I guess if I was walking into somewhere, I guess it'd be a twerk song. Um, I guess what? That song, What Time Is It? Twerk Time? Who's that, that by? I have no idea who that's by. Is that a DC song? I probably said it might be. Okay, I ain't never heard that one. You never heard it? Be like, what time is it? Twerk time? No. no, never no. Who else didn't know that song? The DC native send us oh, the yeah, link. We know it. Oh, yeah, okay. We're definitely listening to the song after the podcast. Okay, <laughs> I know you can twerk, so I want to hear it if the girl is uh, twerking true. to it. Okay. That's our iceberg. <clears throat> our uh, word of the day this week, W E R D, is penis captivus. And I know our guest knows this word because he was playing a game this weekend where uh, I don't think, did y'all get it right? Did we get it right? I don't think y'all got it right. I don't know. My team was, everybody was drunk on my team, (laughs) but we still won though. So we went to the sexual being um, event this past weekend and it was a really good, really inclusive event and they were doing sexual health um, 
topics and trivia questions, oh. and people were answering the trivia questions. Um, and some people were getting them right, some people were getting them wrong. Um, but this one uh, captivated my attention. The again word is penis captivus, which is a rare occurrence during sexual intercourse when the muscles in the vagina clamp down on the penis much more firmly than usual, making it impossible for the penis to withdraw from the vagina. I did not think that was a real human experience. When Trey be like, it's like make it tight for me, make it tight. They lock with each other, so that's basically mm-hmm. what it is for humans. Um, yeah, I didn't know that was a real human experience. I've, I've seen it in dogs. Well, you know, so the penis, like, you know, the penis is just a muscle, so sometimes it can get bigger and thicker when you're more excited. Like, you know, if the pussy is wetter, is it juicy, if it's warm, so you get more excited. If like, you cheat. Yeah, if you cheat. <laughs> So you grow while you're inside, so you can't pull out. So you just stay right there, and you just let it. It's better to just stay in that position. Don't don't do anything else. Just stay right there. I almost had a heart attack. <laughs> uh, yes. Maybe that's why my men be so excited because they be cheating, <laughs> and that's why done quick. <laughs> Never mind. Uh, word of the day, word of the day: penis captivist. <laughs> captivist spell C-A-P-T-I-V-U-S Penis Captivist um, Thank you guys again so much for supporting this Ghetto ass podcast um, It is possible From a couple of great donors And uh, from the pockets Of Ronald Matters and myself Woo. But if you beautiful beautiful people Listening would like to contribute and like to keep This podcast on air and See us continue please get over to our Patreon Which is going, which is going to be a link in our description, okay. I won't say the first <laughs> Thank because you. I got called out. I get for, dragged on Twitter every time you say it. It's just, it's <laughs> going to be one of the links in our description. If you would like to get over to that link to support this podcast, we have bonus content over there. We just recorded a great episode entitled "Sexual History," so you can get over to that Patreon content right now for at least one dollar a month and keep this podcast going. We would greatly. Appreciate it. We have affirmations this week, of course. Our affirmation this confirm. week is: Let me do my little um, my pinky to my which finger is the two, the middle finger and the thumb. Okay, keep working. <laughs> Just keep working on that. You gotta bow your head and <clears throat> yeah. Okay. Um, I know we have high expectations uh for all of you as listeners, um, and it does not mean to come off as judgment when we're talking about different subjects and um, behaviors, but it comes from an awesome place because we know that you all can do better and be better. Um, I claim to be. You are not inferior. Amen. You are superior. Come on. I want you all to know because I see the potential in a lot of our listeners uh, that want to continue the dialogue and want to continue the conversation and not just be closed-minded to subjects and arguments. Um, you sit on a throne that can't be diminished or taken away. Um, tell us how to be greater from a place of good and not a place of hatred. Uh, we will invest the time, the energy, resources, emotion, and power to help our whole community, and that is why we're here. That is our affirmation this week. Ooh, and so now you want to talk about Cardi B versus Jermaine Dupri or something. See, how you go from this to that? I'm, I, what, I, that's not, I didn't even write that shit down. Thank you, Jesus Christ, because <laughs> I didn't want to. But I really like that. That was really good. That is our affirmation. I got to read a review. We got a review um, on Apple Podcasts. Shout out to M. Bun Dunn 3. He says, 
I love y'all, but and it's a five star review. <laughs> Since you said, you know, y'all don't be judging us and hate on us. It's, we come from a pure place when we be saying this stuff. Um, M Bundon three says, I feel so attacked by Rona on Church Head. That was the episode title. LOL, my name is Marcus. I'm an Aquarius and I'm from the 313. Come on, 313! <laughs> Cause y'all know I can't do a nigga named Marcus. I just literally seriously First off, you love a nigga named Marcus. I literally do love a nigga named Marcus. <laughs> uh, but I hate him too. Look, it's complicated. Okay. Um, and I can't really do Aquarius. Detroit is fine. He said, LOL JK, I love y'all podcast. Keep entertaining me with knowledge, power, and laughs. Much love. So thank you, um, M three. I'm gonna show all that. Thank you, M three. Um, Thanks, Mr. Marcus. We love you <laughs> as well. <laughs> we do. Uh, last week we talked about the insane amount of fighting uh, for the fourth week in a row. <sighs> Y'all have booked me for the fourth week in a row talking about this shit again. Unbook and my podcast. I don't want to talk about this again. Actually, uh, yeah, true. I don't want to talk. Actually, about I'm this. not going to even next week. Even if, I don't care who Woo! y'all. I don't care who y'all fight next week. Actually, um, but um, like we were specifically talking about fighting that was going on in the DC area, but Atlanta. This your neighborhood. <laughs> yes, uh, but Atlanta saw that and was like, "Hold my beer." <laughs> oh, oh, you want to see fighting? We have fighting. Uh, if you don't know what I'm talking about, I'm talking about uh, a viral video that came out this weekend outside of a gay club in Atlanta where multiple people were being jumped at multiple times. Oh. Multiple people were being uh, videoed of being stomped. Uh, some I saw one part of the video, somebody jumped on top of a car to jump on to somebody yes. with the full force of his... No. Oh. <laughs> no. no. The answer is No. <laughs> And it's not the move. Um, gay hood rat fighting is becoming so normal that I'm concerned. Um, it's typically, you know, we see this at the beginning of the summer when shit gets hot. Mm-hmm. Um, the kids get out on the street. Okay, for the they first few weeks. They change their status on Facebook to single. That's your story. <laughs> um, <laughs> we see that for the first couple weeks of the summer. Mm-hmm. But we into goddamn the end of July. It was Why 105 degrees Saturday. I'm not fighting nobody. It's too hot. <laughs> it is. It's too hot. It's literally too hot. I've never understood why anyone could could see a person on the ground and want to just also stomp them on the head and in the face or in the rib cage or anything when it's already everybody else punching them. That's crazy. What, what is going through y'all head when y'all do this kind of shit? That's that anger, you know, that suppressed stuff they haven't released, you know, that vulnerability-ness that they won't let go. You know, that's that crazy shit. It's so much stuff going on in the world right now. You know, it's like whatever happens from the beginning of your day to the end of your day to when you go out with your friends, all that anger and attitude, whatever happened through that day, you just took that to the bar or the club with you, and now you drink that liquid courage, or you sniff that... That, that, that nice, that nice old powder. Well, we we're starting early. Look, look, never judging. Do your do, but don't use that to act ignorant at a different place, especially somewhere where that's not even our home. We're just visiting, mm. because that's what we don't understand. A lot of these places we're just visiting, because we don't have to be welcomed at any of these spaces. And we're not being welcomed at any of these spaces after we do this type of shit, as we reported last week. Yeah, Twilight Tuesdays, the pool party. We can't even have the rooftop pool party no more. The girls are like. I, I, I. 
Not in my um not in my White House. <laughs> Literally. White House. And you know what the owner said when I talked to him? If the video wasn't posted, he would have let it go. He would have let it go. But because that video was posted and their place was tagged in it. In their business. Okay, yeah. that like it's so fucking stupid. Like I don't understand how can you just record a fight? And honestly, I I swear I only saw one person recording and I asked him to delete it, he deleted it. And everybody else that was breaking. Oh, I, so you were actually there? Then. Yeah, sadly I was there. Oh, okay. I was there for that fight and that one at Brixton and Nelly's, that huge brawl in the middle. Yeah, you be in the streets. I, you know, it's just crazy. You know, he works. He got four jobs. He's <laughs> 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 still four more. It's possibly <laughs> five. He said. And you got a social life. Do I? Do I? You be in the streets? I mean, I just come out for I can show my face and show people that I am for the community. You know, so if there is a fight, I do jump in it or I try to jump in it, even though my friends don't like it. But you know, I don't give a damn. And they jump in it to resolve. try to break to it resolve up. the fight. Yeah, that, okay. like you can't do that shit because if you get hit, then we gonna no. If y'all get hit, that that don't mean y'all jump in. That's not what that for. If I get hit, then so be it. That's that's my decision. Mm-hmm. I can't fight for the community, but not put myself within arm's reach. I mean, come on now. I'm not one of those people, I, I get hit now, I have to fight because somebody hit me. No, I deliberately got in there to break it up. Right. And hopefully, if I do get hit, they stop. That's my faith. That's my hope. I'm keeping it alive. It is <laughs> what it is. Now. I put that in the universe. <laughs> okay, I put it out in the universe now. So, so to, to make that a whole takeaway, what someone should do is hope to not get hit in these fights, but to be diligent in breaking it up. Is what you're saying Well no I, What I feel like we Honestly we should just Hold ourselves and our friends More accountable You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying Like like if I know you're mad I'm not gonna take you out Drinking with me You know what I'm saying That's that's not a Make you feel good type one. Like we can stay in the house Watch movies and drink Or play music And stay in the house And drink We can do that in the house I don't right. have to take you out If Indeed. I already know you're upset Exactly Talk through that Exactly Work through that. Or even if we are out And if you do get mad Okay well then now we leaving Okay We can even we go to it. another spot we Or we go. can go home It could be something else Like just hold yourself accountable Hold your friends accountable like, if I know if I, get, I know my triggers, I know what make me mad or what it piss me off. Like, if you don't like to be bumped or your foot stepped on, anywhere you go going to be crowded. So Sweetheart, that's, see that's what I'm saying. That's Why you wear them shoes to the club? <laughs> like if, you, if you're literally going out to be cute, okay, well, stand outside. Or just stay at the bar. It's, it's certain spots where you can stay at inside these bars, these, these supposed to be safe spaces where you won't get bumped, touch nothing. You can be seen. It, Unless the lights are off, and that's just stupid to me. But anyway, do mm. that. I don't go into those spaces when the lights are off. Mm, I don't, mm, who don't touch me? Um, <laughs> <laughs> so one thing that I've always used in um, my years of uh, being in the gay club and watching niggas fight all the time is I go up and start trying to dance on someone. So um, the aggressive party, I'll go up and be like, hey, let's come on. Come on over here. Let's dance. And I disarm them with the, oh, this nigga want to dance with me. <laughs> And so now they're not thinking about the person that they want to fight. They're just like, oh, well, let me go over here and dance on the nigga. And I'm not interested in I'm just interested in de-escalating the situation. Mm-hmm. But it's a tool that I've used because I know that in my privilege, I'm able to do that. So I can walk up to somebody and be like, okay, well, no, 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 don't even do that. Come, come over here and dance. Come on. Let's go over here. Buy me a drink. <laughs> <laughs> Tell them. <laughs> and so um, I encourage everyone to, if you are able to do that, if you are willing to do that, use those different tactics. Use to your break. privilege to mm-hmm. de-escalate. Oh, yeah. I like that. To break up or um, stop this shit because we don't need the smear on our community. Um, it's it's too much. I gotta think about how I could use my privilege. What privilege do I have? Okay, I gotta figure it out. I'm thinking about. Try it, it first. See if it works. <laughs> you know, try t- I give hugs. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Like when I get to an event, I go around give everybody a hug, and then if I see anybody arguing or fighting, I walk back up to the person and just give them another hug and just hold them. Like, oh, it's okay. 
It's like, yeah, he ain't mean it. I'm apologizing right. for them. Right. right. Like, That's cute. Yeah. I like that. Come on. That's okay. a good de- de-escalation tactic as okay. well. Um, the only jump in the Here For It podcast is approving is Donald Trump or Ed Buck. Oh, I thought if it was double dutch, uh, yeah. or if it's the, the shuffle, and you don't you don't really know how to do the shuffle, but jump in, just try it. Like, no, you literally, literally, if Ed Buck is on the ground, jump in. I'm trying to de-escalate. No, I'm not. I'm not de-escalating that one. <laughs> Let's do the shuffle. Come on. Bye-bye, I might turn it. No, I'm not turning no cheeks. I am. Uh, dropping an elbow. Don't do that. Stop. I told him to stop. <laughs> okay, look, I told him. <laughs> stop that. Stop. Like Trump said. Well, I mean, I wasn't telling him to keep saying it. It was good people on both sides. He was making like, how you going to say racist shit but say, but I'm not racist, though? You shut up. Like, <laughs> Literally. Oh, my God. Again, um, we have <laughs> we have a special guest this week. Uh, you've been hearing his commentary so far, uh, Mr. Strawberry, the world famous DC famous DC native uh, oh. Strawberry, uh, Mr. Derek Cox, with us, and that is C O X, not C O C K S, for yes. you nasty girls out there. <laughs> not the pink meat. <clears throat> wow. Um, so you've been doing advocacy in the DMV for a while. What is your long term vision? My long-term vision is basically just to get everybody on the same path of, you know, just caring about the same thing and accepting each other without all this judgment and stigma. Stop letting that reality TV show shit run and control their mind. Good luck with that. Yes, thank you. Long-term. 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 Peace Medal Award. Okay. <laughs> you know, most times when I go out, I try to, you know, encourage people to have fun without drinking. Just show them they can have fun without drinking mm-hmm. or, you know, sniffing or whatever that is. However you feel, you because. It irritates me. Some people inhale. Because it irritates me. A lot of people say, oh, I can't be around my community or a bunch of gay people without being drunk or without being high. But why is that? That's, that seems problematic. But then crowded, you can't find acceptance. Exactly. Like, that seems problematic. But you're always to under me. the influence. And then know. why can't we all come together without there being a problem? Why do we have to judge what we got on, what we walk like, what we talk like, all that? When I come out, I come out to exactly have fun. I don't even care how I look like. If I want to get on the ground and twerk, I'm going to get on the ground and twerk. But I, my OCD won't let me. But whatever I choose to do, I'm doing it just because I want to. Okay, great. I don't have anything against that. I remember I don't know being on the like. ground twerking, though. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, you've been selected as the Volunteer of the Year by a couple different organizations. How would you encourage others to volunteer as much as you do? Well, I try to encourage people, especially the ones that, you know, that like to voice their opinion. I definitely try to encourage them to just, you know, hop on board, join my team, hit me up. If you want to volunteer, all you simply have to do is just hit me up. I take all volunteers. I Look, I'm, like I said at the, my last award ceremony, I'm my own army, army of one, but I would love to have help. Help is always needed. Yeah. And I'm getting tired. You know, so. <laughs> Don't get tired. It's a marathon. Yeah, it's a marathon. Tired. You gotta run slow sometimes so you can sprint in the future. We exactly. need a we need a nineteen year old to sprint girl past the Let me tell you, baton or whatever we. Pass. I just need somebody that's passionate about the community as much as I am, but well, not as much as I am. I highly doubt that's possible. But just passionate about the community in general. Yeah, that want to see us do better and be better. So the key to that is growing that person um, and seeing the potential in other people and saying, okay. You are the next me. You may not do it the exact same way that I'm doing it or the capacity that I'm doing it, but you are the next me, and I am going to pass my responsibilities to you. I'm going to give you all the information that I have, 
all the links that I have, the access that I have. Networking. So you can yeah. be able to, to run this marathon when I'm old and I'm going to sit in the fucking retirement home and watch strippers on TV, whatever I'm going to do. Um, so I think that's, that's probably the best solution because there's not going to be another one of you mm-hmm. unless you grow on. Well, I was honestly thinking about starting my own nonprofit. So I'm working on my 501c3 now, actually, mm-hmm. and my LLC. Mm-hmm. So I can be my own consultant mm-hmm. since I do so damn much here in the DMV. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, once they come to get paid for the job, you know, they can see how serious it is and how passionate their job is and, you know, what they're doing and how it affects other people's lives. And mm-hmm. I can do it that way. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so we had a discussion about this topic, but I wonder, has your opinion changed? Mm-hmm. Um about the support of Casa Ruby and or Casa Ruby being problematic? (laughs) (laughs) Next question. Now, as a person of the community, I'm never allowed to bash any organization or nonprofit. Um, I wish Casa Ruby the best and I hope for nothing but better for their organization. Um, I would hope any nonprofit would take the money that they receive and do what they honestly need to do with, you know, the people that they're supposed to be helping, the transitional homes, when it comes to employment, transportation, food, bedding, all that stuff. Like, I would hope any nonprofit takes advantage of that situation, actually do what they need to do and be held accountable for the people that they really supposed to be helping out here in the community. And just help them change the outlook on it because, you know, the trans community today, it really... They hurt me. They they hurt me so badly because they none of them like each other, and that's so problematic to me. And it hurts me because they want so much, but you can't even come together as a union to stand together. And y'all are all out here dying back and forth, but you want to come together for a funeral. Why do you have to take death to bring people together? But then you still go back to hating each other or hating on each other for who looks real or who looks passable and all this other dumb shit. That's so stupid to me. When y'all are the ones that even started this movement, do you even know your history, where you came from, or where you want to be? That irritates me so badly. But it's not just them within the community. It's outside their community as well, because gay boys do the exact same thing to them. This is true. But you would think if all that's already happening, you would stand as one first before you let anything else outside of you affect you. Mm-hmm. Okay. And um, what is your favorite thing about being a gay advocacy person in D.C.? I can say my favorite thing about being a gay advocacy here in D.C. is that I get to walk up to any door <laughs> and just walk in. <laughs> like when I went to the, um, the AIDS Watch and, you know, he's just walking in Congress people doors and shit like that. Even if I need something, you know, I can just go to the mayor's office and stuff. It's like... I love the stuff that probably I'm not privileged to do, but I do anyway. But I don't get in trouble for it, so I do it. But, yeah, I like that. Okay. And if I need to get something done, I know who to call on. And I don't take no for an answer, especially if it's for the community. So. And, and that's an extremely important trait to have because um, some people don't have the resilience to take a no and then come back and ask the same question again. Well, girl, I'm back. I know you saw me last Tuesday. <laughs> but girl. Like, I know you're getting tired of seeing me. But, but you know how to you know how to fix this, ma'am. Okay. <laughs> Absolutely agreed. Um, and on the subject of um, trans women, unfortunately, we have to report um, another death uh, in South Carolina. Denali Berry Stuckey um, was shot to death uh, yesterday, 
And she was a black trans woman um, in Charleston, South Carolina, 29 years old. She was found dead on the side of the road in North Charleston at 4 a.m. Um, the coroner's office uh, reported to ABC News that um, they had already ruled it a homicide, which is a good thing because a lot of times they'd be like, mm, 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 we don't know, we're not sure. Mm, mm. But it was so clear that it was a homicide that they already ruled it a homicide by this morning. Um, her friends uh, noted that Denali was a very outspoken trans woman that um, didn't like the fact that people would question her transness and she would directly challenge them about her womanhood and about who she was. And unfortunately, uh, a voice like that, a woman like that, has been snuffed out by um, homophobia, xenophobia, all the above, and I wanted to make sure that we said her name and talked about her story, <clears throat> um, especially in the light of the conversation we're having about trans women and Casa Ruby. On to something a little bit lighter. Um, Real Housewives of Potomac has been heating up. Um, I don't know if you watch Real Housewives of Potomac or not. I can't. <laughs> I understand that. Why? I mean, it's about D.C., I know, but I don't watch any reality TV shows. I, I absolutely understand that. I can't watch anything that deals with drama, black women, black men, black gay, anything. Like, if it's mm. drama-filled and, and it's supposed to be as entertaining, I can't watch it. Like, I don't even follow people that post fights and stuff like that. Like, I'll unfriend you on social media and all that stuff. Like, it's just... I don't feel like you should be entertained by that. Girl, you think you're pure and shit. You better than that. But no, uh-uh. Never nothing perfect. I just don't want violence to be our entertainment. Mm. I absolutely agree. So, as somebody that used to be problematic, um, fix your face. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I used to watch bum fights like back in the day um, when I was deployed, and I thought that was entertaining. And I was like, look at these bums out here fighting. And it used to be funny, used to be entertaining to me. And then I learned that um, in the old days of bum fights, if you know what I'm talking about. They would literally give them $5 and tell them to fight each other for the $5. Yeah. And that's horrible. It was absolutely abhorrent. But I didn't know that that was a story. It just seemed like it was funny, stupid entertainment to me. And then when I learned of the story, I was like, oh, okay. Mm, no. And that's why I don't do the um, love and hip hop no more. Because they're basically doing the same thing giving them $5 and telling them to fight each other. Pretty much. Like you're fighting each other for, for, for $5. A pay, for a paycheck. Or that you're drink, not going to have next year. Or throwing drinks or someone. Like that's crazy. Like why that got to be entertainment? Yes. So this less problematic show that I'm talking about, Real Housewives of Potomac, has a character. Um, one of the housewives, Ashley, has a potentially bisexual husband. Um, there's been rumors about his bisexuality for years. Um, with him allegedly groping a cameraman and now the rumor about him lusting after Robin's husband's penis has come out um, I felt like we should talk about whether he is problematic or is he just being himself as a bisexual man but why would he be problematic because he's groping cameramen <laughs> I mean, well, you know, I mean, yeah, when that end, <laughs> he's a married and man. Probably, but by mistake, you know, like, mm. hey, like, like, no. And then there's also pictures of him like on grinder and hotel rooms and shit like that. 
I mean, well, if the truth is out there, the truth is out there. What you gonna do? Mm. Like, it's a lot of men out here. Look at the gay society that we live in now. Like, men subjected to coming out or owning their sexuality is gonna be the one thing that we will never get a hold of. Because they can't tell their family they're gay or bisexual. They can't tell their friends they're gay or bisexual because, you know, it's, it's looked upon as something disrespectful, rude, abomination. Like, oh, you gay? Nigga, what the fuck wrong with you type situation? Like, yeah, nigga, I'm gay, but I'm still a nigga. Like, you know, I fuck the shit out of these niggas and these bitches type situation. I mean, because everybody look at me and think I'm a bottom, but I fuck and get fucked. Like, I be smashing the shit out of people. Like... Ooh, breaking Ooh. news. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Cut that last part. <laughs> Um, my, um, so I, sexuality and blackness, Mm -hmm. uh, they are just so, uh, they're just so problematic, those two, and then so to have an Aussie man from Australia, Aussie, um, he, like, sexuality is just different in other cultures, um, I was watching a video, don't judge me. Um, I was watching a video um, on my visitor um, sucking random dicks in the bathroom stall. It was like a 56 minute video. Was it me? That's not a video. That's like a point. Oh, <laughs> it was on my visitor. It was on my visitor. So this um, that middle, girl was me. Middle aged white. It was well, 56 minutes. It was this middle aged white man. They don't call me Superman for nothing. Okay. Who was um, just like these men would be like at the last little urinal but then there was like the handicap stall in the back so mm-hmm. they would he had the the handicap stall open he probably showing his butt or on his knees or you know whatever and i was surprised that most of the people that came into the stall into the handicap um thing where he was was middle-aged men of color and i was just like hmm so these middle-aged men of color are going into this random stall with this middle-aged white man, and then there's always the comments of, oh, men will fuck anything. When they see a, a black man having sex with a BBW, no matter the race, True. a big a big woman. Mm-hmm. Big, beautiful woman. Or um, someone perceived to be homeless. Um, I made a homeless man suck my dick for $20. That'll be like the title. And then the cat, all the comments of, oh, Men will let anything swallow them up. and But then also y'all aren't allowing the space in the black community for men to explore their sexuality openly, honestly, and all the other L-Y words. But then we want to judge just so harshly. Wow, it's just... So even though this man is Australian, Ashley's husband... I feel like a lot of the people that watch the show, a lot of people with the critique, it's the same. It's just like we're all leaving our My Vista comments about something that this man wanted to do and explore in his sexuality. And it's just like, I want to partake in it because it's cute and funny, but then I don't want to say anything at all because, hmm, well, I feel what like does that say about me? I feel like that's something he should do off the cameras type situation scenario. And if he wanted to explore his sexuality, then that's something he probably should have did before he got married. But if he did decide to do and, it after And talk to his wife about it. This is true. Well, like, Caitlyn Jenner turned it to Caitlyn Jenner. Well, this is true. But he still <laughs> talked about... To, he, she still talked to her wife at that time about uh-huh. that. You know what I'm saying? They had a mutual agreement. Right? That she agreed with it or not. He, She let her know. Mm-hmm. So, so, Bruce... But, but like I said, it's hard for a lot of people to live in their truth Mm -hmm. and own up to it. Because, you know, the the way the world perceives, you know, just being gay or bisexual. They don't care if you say you're bisexual. They still classify that as being gay. Tell my story. Anything else out of heterosexuality? Yeah, pretty much. 
Um, so let us know in the comments below, is Ashley's husband problematic? Or do you know a bisexual person like him that may be doing things that may be perceived as problematic? Um, the Lion King came out this weekend. I think we all saw Lion King. <laughs> 100. Okay, two claps. Okay. Strawberry. Two out of three. That's fine. Strawberry. That's fine. Uh, where were you? <laughs> they only had three songs on there. They missed out so many songs. I was so mad. I agree. I do not like the way they had Pumbaa looking. He looked nasty. He could. They could have did like the, the. I don't know. The first beginning of the Warhog. He just looked nasty. Well, Warhogs look like that. No, they have to make it. all them other animals look so nice and cute and all sensual and nice. Pumbaa looked nasty. He looked disgusting. He looked like a Warhog. Yeah, they could have <laughs> made him look better. And some of the clips that I've seen since people have been. Oh, they cut this part out. Oh, they cut this part. They out. cut a lot of stuff. It out. was a lot of the cute comic comic relief. It was just like the cuteness. It was like a lot mm. of the cuteness was chopped. And I feel like they could have made Scar look more, you know, vicious. They just he looks Scar he, looks sick. He, oh, that's oh. It. exactly. I'm not, I was I wasn't gonna use the word sick, but I was gonna. He I, like a, I, I was gonna say it dried out. <laughs> it's like everything just looked dry. Like everything was just. He Scar looked like he needed a doctor's appointment. He looked like he had AIDS. Like he and that's like, where we'll end that okay. there. Me. On this problem at the spot. He's a advocate. He looks sick. Like he looked like he was going to die at any moment in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, is he eating? Are they feeding him? Like, what is I don't have any colorful commentary. Y'all are about to get us counseled. So, but the, the egregious part of the movie, like you said, to me was the cutting of Scar's song, Be Prepared. Hashtag be prepared. Literally. In more than one way. Okay. If you know what I'm talking about. Hmm. But the song, like, it was it's such an iconic, great, big-ass song. It's like Scar's moment of um, reaching Owning this. evil. Yeah. It's like, you know, like, I'm doing this. I said I'm going to do it. Be prepared. And so, how did we not get to that? Even, like, with, they, even with Zazu, like, I feel like they just cheated that bird. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it was um um Oliver um John Oliver John Oliver um so they did something I don't know. a little so you me, did see like so let me tell you it's not like you did so see let me it. tell you I didn't go see the movie a friend of mine's recorded the whole movie on his Snapchat girl so, so I'm I DC. Li- okay <laughs> DC. You watch your mouth, but so I literally he recorded a whole. He's recorded the whole movie on his Snapchat. So I literally said, at first, you know how you go through Snapchat. You like, know, you I'll just it I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, you okay, you know what? Let me just sit right here and watch. Uh, this bitch literally had the whole movie. I was like, bitch, did you even watch the movie? Well, he could watch the movie through his phone, but shout out to Snapchat servers. Okay, because you can do six recordings, you know, mandatory, and mm-hmm. then go to the next one, next six. So I don't yeah. know what you're talking about, but okay. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Snapchat. Y'all entrepreneurs out here. Look, <laughs> <laughs> you got to use these <laughs> social medias, these apps. Uh, Nautilus snatched everybody's edges, of course. Um, and we're going to... I, <laughs> I, I, as a member of the Beehive, mm. I really think the movie could have done with her on the soundtrack and not in the... Cause I really I'm not even going to let you finish. Nope. Thanks. We appreciate you so much. So you're not going to agree? No. I got confused when she was playing Dollar. I was with it. She was playing Dollar and it was cute. And then it broke out. But then she started singing Spirit as they were running across the thing. Then I was like, so is this Beyonce singing Spirit or is this Nala singing Spirit? All the above. It just didn't. And then I was lost the rest of the movie. I was like, I see Beyonce now. 
A lot of points. That was on point. But that was on purpose. <laughs> I just, that, that, but that's not supposed to be the purpose. I was this is a remake Nala, of Lion King. I was into Nala until Beyonce sang Spirit, and then I was. If you get a bitch like Beyonce to sign on to your movie, and you don't want Beyonce, how would you not? Well, I appreciate. It's her a plenty of reasons. Uh, which include? I'm not gonna get into that. <laughs> <laughs> but. I appreciate her um, commitment to the film. Like she did a televised interview. Beyonce yes, did a televised interview. <laughs> First off, that was on somebody's phone. They were like, "So you you gonna let us put this on there?" Okay, they was recording. It wasn't like a they, real they, interview. They was, it was recording like, while holding their phone. Like, yeah, you know? <laughs> it was a, a cute forty-five seconds. She was like, "Okay, I'm done." Okay. <laughs> so and then she did their soundtrack. Then she put out a whole album called Lion King. The like her commitment to this project. I don't wow. know when she had the time. Wow. Because Homecoming just snatched everybody, and that was just a couple months ago. So what's, when did you have time to do this? Beyonce, huh? I'm coming back to you in the song for my soul. Um, Pose. Oh, Lord. It was a light episode. This last last week's episode, we're going to watch tonight's episode at some point. I mean, yeah, well, the last one was, you know, very deep. So, yeah. Yeah, to, yeah. So, like, like, yeah. What, what, it was titled, What Would Candy Do? So, they was, so they Candy to, Girl. You know what? You're going to let that go. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I'm not letting that go like Candy is never letting go of that hammer. You know what? You be huh? Candy's hammer, okay? Be Candy's hammer. A.K.A. Candy's, Candy's hammer. hammer. Exactly. <laughs> um, I thought it was a good episode. It was a light episode Um, to wash our palettes from the heavy episode last yeah. week. Um, I was happy to see um, Bricky and um, what's the other boy's name? His boo. His boo. Because Bricky is the fine one. Bricky is the oh the the real abundant one. Oh, I don't know. No, he, he went to the house of Wintour. Why do y'all can't be fine? Well, I mean they fine to somebody, but Ricky is fine to me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it was exploring their relationship, and um, they were auditioning for a Madonna music video. Again, like we talked about last week, I think they give Madonna a little bit too much credit again uh, for the era and for Vogue because she just merely appropriated somebody Damon. else's shit. Damon, that's it. Yeah. Um, and it was a light episode. Yeah. Thankfully. I think the next episode but is going to be But should they again. get back together? Mm. People are saying shit. I'm like, we can get this to work and you can get this to work while we on tour. <laughs> but when this show stops, I'm going back to being an independent woman. No, I don't think they should get back together because Damon still has trust issues of Ricky. Whether Ricky actually cheated or not. Because we really don't know if he uh. cheated or not. It's, in, it's all in Damon's head that he actually did cheat. But we don't know if Ricky actually ever did cheat or not. And so that's going to continue to sabotage their relationship in going forward. That's why I was like, I can be physical. But I don't even, he didn't even want to be physical anymore because he was like, girl, Blanca and Pratel out here. On the AZT. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then next week, well, this week's episode, we figure out why Blanca down to the um, ER on the fifth floor. <laughs> She's like, oh, girl, he just got a room. <laughs> I'm tired of you. No. Mm. I'm gonna text you when I when I well I'm gonna beep you because it's the '90s. So like, girl, I'm gonna beep you when um <laughs> when we get up to the room. Yes, I'm gonna beep you because it's the <laughs> 90s. See what the doctors say. Like I've been prophesizing, I really believe that they're gonna kill one of them. Well, they killed Candy. I'm about to say they already I'm, killed one. I'm talking about um between Praytel and Blanca on the AZT. Like, they're gonna the go. Girls. They're gonna historically teach us what hopefully 
the people that are involved in writing know the story of AZT. Poppy. Well, you know, Poppy just, can't go. They just gonna show Poppy is HIV negative. You stop they just it. gonna show them where we were back in the day and what used to go on. You know, how people had people at their bedside that they would still wanna die even if they was on meds type situation. So that's the only reason I love Pose because they keep everything so authentic. And whoever they have that's telling them stories from back in the day, they are legitimately playing that Historians. shit out. Historians. <laughs> okay, they, they are playing it out to a T. Like, I feel like they run the script by the people, and then they be like, yep, just like that. Go with that. <laughs> okay. Go with Add that. Add this in there. <laughs> but that's what I mean. So if they are going to continue to be historically accurate, they have to historically show that AZT kill people. Well, yeah, they're going to have to show that, yeah. Jiggly Caliente. She can go. But you can't get... But you can't, <laughs> stop it. But you can't give away certain information. Like, that's, that's deep information. We can't give away, like, you know, further series events. Yeah, we can. Okay, never mind. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we, we already did. So. <laughs> yeah. I, 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 no, we're, that's what I'm saying. We're foreshadowing. We don't know. Yeah, we don't. Uh, I, I, they, but they, I, have, I, they have to. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Not you agreeing with him. I, I mean, they yeah, say I, agree. I, I agree. I didn't agree with who you're trying to kill off. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just agreeing with that. But it's only two members on the show that are currently taking AZT publicly on the show. Someone can find out when it's too late and then they can just go. I mean, so you know, it's here's gonna be a whole rent situation. Whoever, whoever Angie they killed at the end, okay? Oh Just, no, I know. Um, whoever they kill at the end got to get a role on American Horror Story. Here we go. Eighty four. Because shit, book them. I'm not the girls for that talent. Everyone needs to be a union member. <laughs> we just booking the girls because they are a union member. Ryan Ooh, Murphy, Ryan that. Murphy, that is a union because <laughs> them girls continue to work. So that is a union. Let them know. So I want them. I want them to be historically accurate about AZT because there are comparisons of AZT going on right now, obviously versus prep, and the two just don't fucking Girl, match. Girl, if somebody could take a prep back then, they would have, and they should have. But um, it's also a current headline as well um, because some people are um, experiencing kidney issues with PrEP, but it's a minority of people, not a majority. Um, and last but not least, I wanted to cover Drag U is coming back. Allegedly. Um, yeah. Celebrity Drag U. Celebrity Drag U. So um, I, that's been gone for like four or five years. Let's say I heard about it, but how are we sure that it's really coming back? Yeah, the girls are like blocked off the calendars. Bob's Drag Queen, Vanjie, and uh, it was another one that blocked off their calendars. Uh, Kim Chi? Kim Chi. Um, mm. Already currently shooting. So we got more drag. They're testing it. I guess they're testing it to see if it'll work. You know, you got to do a test run, pilot season for it so they can see if it's going to work and then. See if it'll get picked up. Well, all right. Well, good luck to that. Yeah. Absolutely. Was it a good show when it was out? Well, they were making up like um, stay at home mom. You know, like ambush. Did you ever watch Ambush Makeover when you used to come on like right yes. after Tyra? Of course, yes. Or Tyra would do it sometimes in her show. She would mm-hmm. do like an ambush makeover, and so you know. It was like, oh, we got to take from this daughter. She said her mom is a nurse, but Thank mom, you. mom never. So random, right? And so, um, I don't know what's going on. Baby, Shantae's got a man at home. Oh. <laughs> it ain't me. <laughs> um, so so oh. we have random silence going on because Strawberry has a man in his <laughs> inbox. No, 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 so, no, no. This is one, two, three, four, five. Six, okay, like you counting oh, lines? We're not gonna Shut reveal up, his identity. Because, I, oh no, we're not count, that type of girl. I count the lines too, right? I'm like, ooh, this is like a whole page. <laughs> he thought about this. Oh, okay, before so he sent it. Sweet. 
And he cute and stuff. But no, this always happens from like various people. It just be so random. Uh, you got a date. After okay. Tell him you like tequila and Tell tacos. You would be somewhere in nine thirty. It's Taco Tuesday. Tell him you'll be you available at nine thirty. I ain't got time for dating. I accepted my curse. <gasps> All right. Okay. Well, um, send him wrong matters way because she's available. <laughs> I'm, I'm free at nine thirty. <laughs> Y'all can get out. <laughs> Please get out. And that is this week's Tell Topics. I read that book. Uh, yeah. This the- revenge porn lawsuit. Sir, you can't be... Re- so, first of all, you killing the girls in your house. Then you gotta release their porno videos. What? What is going on? I don't know the details. But there is human trafficking. White people. Say it closer to the mic. White people. <laughs> Get away with everything. <laughs> um. Then the DA previously decided not to file suit against him. And so now they... Hmm. Well, we still need to think about this. Yeah. And it's a black woman. Ain't that crazy? <laughs> the, the the DA is a black woman. She let still me, needs to think about it. Let me tell you, I saw uh, two white dudes fighting last week. They was fighting outside of some club um, over there on DuPont Circle area off of Connecticut Avenue. The police ran over there and simply broke them well, up. she got to think about it. And said, go home. All they did was break them up and said, go home. Mm-hmm. I was like, now, bitch, if those two black people, they would damn near take them, beat them up. Ball cars. Okay, more cops called. We would have just had to go see just I to make sure like, that they was at least put in the car. I was safely. looking. I was like, wow. This is crazy. The world we live in, I swear. <clears throat> and the privilege given to some that will never be bestowed to others. Let me um, tell you, I wanted to run over there and just hit them myself. <laughs> <laughs> but we did escalate fights. I know. I said, I can't because, you know, phones was out. <laughs> Um, but but the major topic again, like we reported last week, um, the case has another case has been brought against Ed Buck, and it is incumbent on the community to know about this issue, look up this is- issue, be a part of supporting um, further uh, penalties against Ed Buck, if not at minimum putting him in jail. Again, also I am. Not opposed to um, jumping Ed Buck. Um, he and Donald Trump are the only people I am for. It's like a death chair. Stomping a girl out. I'm not. I'm, I'm. Yeah. I'm, I'm just. You know. You know I believe God does things. Oh my in his gosh! Own I didn't time. even see him right there. I didn't mean to I kick him. I don't even understand why he's not in jail already. Like District. how has he not been in jail when you had more than three people, black people, die in your house? Like I don't understand. Like what. What more do you need? Do it have to be a white person? <laughs> do it have to be a white person for there to be a serious situation? Let's test that out. Do we have any white listeners willing to go over to Ed Buck's house? Take some of the crystal meth and see if you die. Be an accomplice. Like, Don't just be an ally. Be an accomplice. Stay alive. Stay alive. Stay alive. <laughs> <laughs> take a wire and a camera. Okay. Be a martyr. Talk to the department <laughs> of the police first. Um, this week in social studies, I want to give a shout out to my friend. <laughs> who's, who's your friend? Right? Did you send him a friend request? Oh no, that is trade. No, keep your trade. Ooh, you know what? <laughs> I'm 
not take a strawberry straight. I don't have a trade. Trade is a valuable commodity. Exactly. I want to give a shout out in social studies to the YouTube channel Origin of Everything. You were sitting here while I was writing my yes. segment. Um, Danielle Bainbridge um, graduated cum laude from Yale University with a PhD in American Studies and African American Studies. Word. All right. And so um, she's got 8 million views and she has 201,000 subscribers. Um, her show, Origin of Everything, is under the PBS umbrella. So she got a little sponsor for her camera and her studio space. And she uses her show to talk about things like the origin of gender. Um, in that episode, she breaks down binary and non-binary. She talks about being intersex, and she discusses the societal—that's a big word—norms <laughs> associated with performing gender. Like, oh, girls wear pink, and boys wear—I uh, would say Blue. purple. Blue. Uh, see, you ain't never been a real boy. I gotta watch the video. Like, no, <laughs> but originally it was the other way around. But she breaks it down so eloquently and she uses pictures and historical videos and talks about a lot of these topics. Another one is um, why was cross-dressing illegal? And it dates back to the year 4 BCE where men were obsessed with what women could not wear. But they was wearing pumps. And wigs. Stilettos. So remember, and wigs was invented for men before yeah. they was for women. Wigs, um, heels were invented for the men. Yes. And then the wigs were invented for the men too, because uh-huh. the, remember the women had to stay in the house and take care of the house duties while mm-hmm. the men put on these shows and these theatrical circumstances. Okay. You know, the men played the women part while they was kissing and making love to each other on stage because you know it was just a scenery thing. But then behind closed doors. <laughs> That's all Stilettos, I have to say. Know your history. Know your history. And um, talking about why cross-dressing was illegal, Danielle talks about um, as more people gained access to wealth, um, there were, it's another big word, sumptuary laws that attempted to keep people from flossing in fancy clothes, Ow. but they knew they was really broke. Hmm. So, sumptuary. If we could get that for um, Instagram. Um, another episode. <laughs> Look, y'all favorite Instagram star is broke. Okay. Anyway, and another episode. Is that you or is that somebody else? Me, definitely. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> another episode Danielle had in Origin of Everything is why was it illegal to be ugly? <laughs> and it turns out that in the 1860s, it was discrimination against differently abled people. Oh, okay. Ugly in that way. <laughs> I was like, because that's no. funny looking. I don't like that you word. I say funny looking. So, blessed in a different um, way. those people did, could not make money. So, they um, did things like joined the quote freak show or the circus and things like that because they still had bills. But it, I was deemed ugly and I could be arrested and given a citation. They could be arrested and given a citation Woo. for the way they look. And so lastly, and um, another one of my favorites, is can tattoos be taboo? So um, they talk, she talked about um, how it's, it can be religious in some parts of the world. And also, because I know y'all got tattoos. I don't have. How many tattoos do you have? I have four tattoos. You have one that says Derek with yeah, a strawberry. Derek strawberry. And then you got another one that says. Then I got this little heart situation. Okay. And I have this one. What that, what is that on your arm? So this is the my very first tattoo. It's a heart with a knife going through it that say reds. 
So they used to call me Reds back in the day because I was a heartbreaker, homewrecker type situation, whatever. That's a whole You was story. being yourself. Exactly. <laughs> I can't wreck a home that's already falling apart. But anyway. So that's on. three. You can't see the fourth one. Okay. <laughs> Is that? <clears throat> Never mind. But in 1961, New York City had um, made tattooing illegal because they had a rise in hip C. And they were saying that um, hep B. No, hold on, I'm saying the wrong one. It was hepatitis B. They say hep B because the needles wasn't clean. Yeah, due to unclean tattoo parlors, Mm -hmm. and the law wasn't revoked until 1997. So then they didn't see it as a big deal until they got a huge outbreak, and when it evolved to white people, that's when they made a law against it. So origin of everything. Check that show out on YouTube. Danielle Bainbridge talks about all the things. She got PBS back in her, so she's got access to all the files and things that she needs. And she just really lays it out so eloquently. Ow. And she starts from the bottom, because she knows y'all education level is not Yale University like hers. There it is. <laughs> wow. <clears throat> well, this week in sexual health, uh, welcome to the casting couch. Um, Booty Bumps has returned. There was a guy on I, I that's what's Twitter. You, you stop it. You stop it right <laughs> today. now. That's where I'm going. <laughs> okay. That's where I'm there going. There was a guy on Twitter today. So uh a year ago we reported on booty bumps and it was an episode title. Yeah. Yes, episode title. It, it is an episode title. Um and it seems like none of y'all hoes listened. There's so many gay people. <laughs> Please share this with your gay friends because you do not want to be on the receiving end of a booty bump that you don't want. Mm. Um, that you don't want to speak about it. So, okay, <laughs> now it's different if you want it. If you want it, come on, come see it. <laughs> get all the booty bumps you want. Hey. I'm not telling you not to. I'm just saying, do you with your whole you that you want. Feel nothing, I'm just the whole, sir. You won't feel nothing, but just the whole, sir. Every size ain't good for you. And every raw dick ain't either. Okay, um, rip. So blood. today on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> so to recap, a booty bump is um, a year ago. It used to be someone just putting coke either on your asshole or on their dick uh, to have penetrative sex with you and get you high uh, to a certain extent or level, depending on how much coke was used. Mm-hmm. And it would also numb the area for. I ain't no loop. Mm-hmm. For the With. bottom first, because um, the anus is extremely vascular and receptive to a lot of things, uh, drugs, disease, all the above, and then eventually the top's dick will get just as numb, and now y'all both are just fucking into oblivion. So that's the reason why people like it. I see the joy. I don't, cause I I, I want to feel everything. Well, no, I don't so want- you get hard. For a long time, you stay hard, and then your ass go numb. So I don't know if you can feel it. No probably, one can feel you can anything. Probably, you you can just probably, you can probably feel it. Maybe I don't know. We probably you have know to you want to have an encounter with this person, but he yeah. is too blessed between the legs for me to. But the thing, I don't know how to make this. The work, problem is, so. how do you know if you're ripped or you're bleeding, or even if you're shitting? Like, do you? How do you, you know? Don't. Or, how do you know? Or do you even care at this point in time? Because <laughs> when drugs go in your ass, it affects you so much more quicker. <laughs> oh. And the dude that's fucking you obviously don't fucking care either. So y'all just going this long ass time with this sexual behavior until somebody fucking come. Or pass out. Or, yeah, or pass out. And mind <laughs> you, you bleeding, ripped, torn, shit maybe, <laughs> and he just uh, going. Don't even care. He see the blood and the shit, but he's still going until he nut. Who knows when the fuck that's going to be. 
So, so that's the history. <laughs> that's so the history on booty bumps. It's the history. Um, what we were talking about and covering is um, making sure that you are watching the fingers that are going into your ass and ex- inspecting the shits before they go and play with your ass mm. in the future. Uh, the story on Twitter this week was about a young man that had cocaine in his fingernails and um, the bottom or versatile person, the receiving partner, uh, did not know about the cocaine in his fingernails and um, got a little hot. Yeah, he had mm-hmm. did a bump off his finger and then he stuck it in the bottoms. But so I guess if I'm on all fours facing the other way, thinking that you finna put it in, not, I'm like, why is it taking him so long to put it in? Well, Cause he's doing a bump first. Well, mind you, I don't like being fingered one. And then two, I just literally had a whole research discussion on this whole fingering process. So if you're 25 or older, you definitely need to get a biopsy or a colonoscopy because they're looking into all of that stuff. Just to see if you have any abnormal cells that could lead to anal cancer. And oh, drugs, oh. drugs obviously help get you to that way real quicker. Never no judgment. Just stay on top of your health. Yeah, we talked about that in um, Rectum Review. Exactly. An <clears throat> episode maybe a few months ago. Damn. Um, so I'm laying on all fours thinking he finna put it in and Trey done stopped to do a bump first. Look back. And then he done put Look his, back like, at me. Uh, Look so he done put his finger in there. I'm like, okay, so maybe he just tried to get a feel. You know, trying to see what he about to mm, Don't feel me. No, he's uh, putting the rest of his cocaine, cocaine. or meth or something in my... Vagina. But that's why I feel like a, a conversation is always needed before sex, during sex, and after sex. Like, you need you to let your partner know. They will still like, if, you. It, if it hurts, if you need to slow down, if you need to take his time. Like, it, you know, when I go a long time without having sex, if I'm tight, I'm going to die the dick inside of me. You're not guiding anything. Don't pump, don't hump, don't nothing. Let me sit on this dick, and once I get comfortable with it, then you can go ham. But I'm going to guide this dick inside of me. You have no control over that. And if you try to, then you can go. You're the kind of bottle Jermaine Dupri was talking about. I don't give a Ooh. damn. It's all about sex. It's all y'all about having strippers, fun. Y'all strippers are mm-hmm. talking about the same no, it's thing. It's all about having fun. Once I'm get comfortable with you your dick, you then get, you can do you whatever you, you want. You get no patience. empowerment. Patience. You don't get no empowerment. Patience. You got to be patient. I named my next baby that, but warm, this one right now. wet, glorious time. Maybe your baby warmth. That's a cute baby name. I'm trying to tell you. Patience. Oh, once this cute. Um, <laughs> With a TTH. <laughs> wow. See, this how this how niggas in Southeast actually do name their babies, though. You watch your mouth, okay? Because it's not just Southeast, okay? Because I know a lot of people from it's the Northeast as well. I know a lot of people from it's the Waldorf, too. Down South that be naming their children crazy names. Ronald. Donika. Uh, well, come on, get back on track. <laughs> <laughs> last but not last but not least, um, like Strawberry was saying, have the conversation with the your sexual partner, whether they be top, bottom, or verse, mm-hmm. and know the drugs that they are taking or willing to take or are taking before, after, or during sex. Exactly. So, I know for me, if somebody is telling me that they do Tina, that is an automatic no, no and shade. That's why they don't tell you. That, well, they do tell you when you read the Jack profiles and every other word is capitalized yeah, they with capital T. T. Or a diamond on their um, caption. I should put a diamond on my profile just to see who hit me up and then block them. 
When I had this dude recently hit me up and he wanted me to top him, but he was like, uh, he asked, could he smoke in my house? I was like, you can smoke weed, but not cigarettes, because you know you can't compromise my CD for sales. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And he was like, oh no, I don't smoke cigarettes, oh, I don't smoke weed. I was like, okay, well, what do you smoke? I'm saying nothing left except for you know Tina, Coke. You know what I'm saying? Or you know, us, unless you do like you know that water shit or whatever. I'm saying, but he was like, no, nah, I just do tea. I was like, tea is the same thing as Coke. What do you mean? I was like, but no, I mean that's cool, but you know, I'm good. I don't know. I don't judge nobody. Do what you do. But if you have to do that, you know, to me. yeah, if you have to do that just to have sex, like that's that's problematic. You might want to look at that. You can do it for act. You because he said he do it productively. But I was like, well, if you do it productively, then you shouldn't do it just for sex. I mean. Mm. That's a little. You might want to look at they drink that. socially. Like, I mean, they got other yeah. stuff for that. You know what I'm saying? You mean shit? You can sniff them poppers if you want. You don't gotta do the coke mm-hmm. part. And they got you know they got numb numb cream for your anal. They got the little throat spray numb stuff for your throat. You know, mm-hmm. like it's different shit you can use. I was t- recommended somebody use the chloroseptic on Twitter. That's what I'm saying. Like, if you want yeah. a deep throat, they got some shit you can spray. You know, if you want to take big dicks, there's some cream you can use. Still take your time. Don't just sit on the shit. Your anal. Is a fucking hole, like it is. Yes, it's a hole. Exactly. You have walls. They are tender. Don't rip or tear them. If you if you have walls, if you have walls, yes. But I'm pretty sure everyone has walls. I'm hoping. But if not, that's cool too. I mean, big dicks want it. Good. Live your life. Yeah, somebody want it. Um, that is this week's in sexual health. Is Stone Tower Souls next? Yes. There was a rumor on the internet that the writings on the wall is celebrating its 20th anniversary. So I heard that dumb shit, and I was like, why is that? A thing. <laughs> no, but people How do we were even make it like to the Maxwell. fifth or the tenth or the fifteenth year anniversary? Like, why? I don't know. People were saying that like Maxwell's embryo album had just turned like twenty four. I was like, but I, people love Maxwell. I love Maxwell. Yeah. Let me tell you, I went to Philly one time mm. with my boyfriend. I was dating at that time, and this one dude with you had Drake. a boyfriend back when embryo. This album came out like ninety seven. Let me tell you, <laughs> you've been had, gay for a while. I've been gay for a long time. <laughs> But this one dude with Dreads was singing Pretty Wings, and I swear he was singing right to me. I was like, bitch, he could have took me. Wet. He could have took me. Wet. I was definitely, it was a flood. Moist. Oh, oh they came out July 27th, 1999. Can you swim? Oop. I was 10. There you go, yes. Can you swim? Can I can swim. Can you swim? <laughs> Ooh. You're not topping me. Leave me alone. You ain't got where I'm talking First of all, I didn't ever say <laughs> What's going on? Come on, top and tops. Okay, ow. <laughs> Look, fem tops. <laughs> the, song for my labels. the song for my song this week is Bills, Bills, Bills. At first, we started out real cool. Mm-hmm. Taking me places I ain't never been, ain't mm. never been there. but now you get it comfortable. Ain't doing those things you did no more, and slowly making me pay for things your money, money should be handling. I'm like, mm. oh, 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 bitch! I was like nine. Oh, seven, twelve. How old was that? Thirteen. Not old enough <laughs> to have no damn bills. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> I don't know what Beyonce is talking to... about, but Beyonce is getting someone so, together. Was you trying to help your parents out? <laughs> <laughs> and then it's having some, um, you stayed heading to the mall and tell your friend. Well, Beyonce was just going off. Okay, Beyonce was going off. And she I was, was just, speaking about what she was going through. It was four minutes of life received. <laughs> so do everyone have a song? So, for, uh, shout song? out. Oh, okay. Do you have one? Yes. To Beyonce, what's the song for your song? 
The song for my soul is You Are the Reason by Leona Lewis and Callum oh, Scott. I love Leona Lewis. You are so the reason. You that? are the reason. She is so gifted. It's about a song where you climbing every mountain and doing everything you can for the person that you love because you're proving to them that they are the reason that you love them. Aww. So, you know, it sounds I, so pure and innocent. It is. It definitely is. Like, if you listen to it, you probably might cry. Listen to I cry like the third time I listen to it. But is this new? Is it new? new? It is definitely new. Two years running. Yeah. Oh, okay. So this go on on the wedding playlist. Like if I make a YouTube video to commemorate my engagement party or something, I could this put, play that in the bed. Definitely go in. Play that in the bed. Yes, yeah. definitely. Oh my god, with a little collage. It's so beautiful. Yeah. I'll write that down. <laughs> <clears throat> um, the song for my soul this week is um, also Beyonce as well. Uh, it's not that old. It, it came out a couple days. July twenty seventh. <laughs> <laughs> it came out a couple days ago. Um. The Gift album was literally a gift. Um, it was a gift to Afrobeats. It was a gift to paying homage to um, a lot of African sounds that um, a lot of American and European artists steal from but don't give credit to. And she actually put mostly African artists on the album and it was absolutely beautiful. It did take me a couple days to get through it, no shape. Because it's a lot of songs. It was a Chris Brown. It was serving Chris Brown to you. It was 27 tracks. And I was like, well, let me listen to all the Beyonce ones first. And skip all the Mufasa interludes. I didn't know that. I just was like, don't well, I don't know. Damn. If it was a lot of Mufasa interludes. I, I just I didn't know if they was going to break out into song or not. Um, so I listened it, to everything. This is true. This is true. But Move Forever is the song for my soul this week because. Um, there's definitely been a lot of Beyonce hatred over the last week because of the movie, because of the soundtrack, and because she's just out here. And her haters decide that they want to check in. Oh Every time that uh, she does something, breathes, has a child, makes a song, they have to be present. Um, and I feel like the verse in Move Forever was directly to them and for them and about them. Verse three. Verse three. <laughs> I'm so unbothered. <laughs> I'm so unbothered. Twice, in case you weren't aware. <laughs> Y'all be so pressed while I'm raising daughters. Oh, God. Sons of empires, y'all make me chuckle. Stay in your struggle. I said, Beyonce. Beyonce. Beyonce! <laughs> Stay in your struggle. <laughs> That's not a... That was a wish. That was a demand. You stay in your struggle over there. Or was it a read? All the above. Okay. Crystal blue water, pina colada in. You stay Ramada in. <laughs> <laughs> Beyonce! <laughs> Ramada in. I'm literally if you, listening. If you don't know what about Ramada is, <laughs> there's a lot of struggle going it's on. Like Forty three ninety nine a night. There's a lot of struggle going on over Ramada. Fifty four ninety nine in like a major city. My baby father, bloodline Rwanda. Why would you try me? Why would you bother? Mm. Great questions. I am Beyonce, Giselle Knowles Carter. Beyonce. I am Nala, sister of Naruba, Osun. Queen Sheba, I am the mother. Beyonce, she's the mother! Ankh uh, on my gold chain, I saw my whole chain. Mm. I be like soul food, I am a whole mood. Come on out. It is. It is a mood. It is a mood forever. Um, I, I, I don't remember any of rappers rapping this hard this year, and she's not a rapper. So, there's that. There's, that's the bar. Beyonce, ooh, I was like, Beyonce, 
Be outside. Get back here. So that is the song for my soul this week. Uh, we will move into here for it. What are you here for or not here for? Um, what I'm here for is a chance on love, sharing and spreading their love, and those with platforms speaking against stigma and violence. Oh, that's good. Absolutely. What I'm not here for is judgment, stigma, attacking one another, and no commitment. Who are you mad at? <laughs> <laughs> and no commitment. Oh, just looking at everything in general, overall. Who hurt you? <laughs> <laughs> Look, I didn't even get the chance to be hurt. Look. <laughs> Just being a witness from everything else. Hey, man. Um, this week, um, okay, so the Straight Pride Parade got their um, oh ticket, license, or whatever from the county. What do they get? Permit. They got a permit. permit. Yes, yeah. a permit. Um, we talked about that two episodes. <laughs> they got their permit, so it's going to be August the 30-something. Um, Crazy. Is there a 31st day of August? I don't yeah. even know. Um, but they also received a letter from a cease and desist from TripAdvisor, they were, <laughs> and the application and in their promotional materials for Straight Pride, they were saying that um, um, quote prospective sponsors Netflix and TripAdvisor. So you know Netflix was like, if you don't get away from me with this, <laughs> <laughs> then TripAdvisor also published their cease and desist online. And instead of all of the cute legal jargon, they used a bunch of like LGBT um, icons and their song titles and like LGBT related books. Um, and so I will read two quotes. It said, one says, You make me feel mighty real disappointed. Oh no. <laughs> that you thought. <laughs> <laughs> you make me feel. Yeah, so shout out to Sylvester. So they used Sylvester's song title. <laughs> You made me feel a mighty real disappointment uh, that you thought that this would be an acceptable way to do business. And the second quote is, you need to calm down. You are not sponsored by, associated, or affiliated with TripAdvisor in any way. These inaccurate statements, which I do trust, don't show your true colors and fringe on TripAdvisor's right under the Landham Act and impinge on our freedom. In French? Yeah, in front of, I may have wrong. So they had Taylor Swift, where you need to calm down. Oh, they had um, True Colors. <laughs> Who's saying True Colors? Ooh, our cargo is taken away. True Colors. Right, you know the song. Like, shout out to the True Colors Fund. Well, I know Justin Timberlake sung the last one off the movie Trolls. So, oh, girl, we don't so, celebrate her either. It was so beautiful. So, um, shout out to TripAdvisor for being real witty with their cease and desist and just the way that they put it all together. Like, it was a Diana Ross quote in there. Like, they, they had like, Judy Garland. They just was, they baby, they know. had typed it out and they present. Like, <laughs> matter of fact, send this to BuzzFeed. <laughs> like, we need people to see this. This is a work of art. Ooh, go ahead, TMZ. <laughs> so, this is the best cease and desist probably in history. Well, they've been looking looking in their comments about reviews of other people, so they learn how to read from that. <laughs> <laughs> Did know. you see that review of that hotel? <laughs> Write that down. That's good. <laughs> <clears throat> um, this week, I am absolutely here for Moonlight being named the best movie of the decade. Come on out. Um, and this is coming from Out.com. Somebody was like, of the decade, question mark, question mark. 
mute tweet, mute this, get this off my timeline. I don't need this type of energy. <laughs> Hatred. Um, uh, folks over at Out.com said the entertainment um, site released their list of top 100 films of the decade with Oscar-winning title from with the Oscar-winning title from Barry Jenkins sitting at number one. This sprawling look at romantic desire and emotional hardships of the African-American experience folds its fixations into a profound, creative tapestry. It was absolutely beautiful, breathtaking, if you don't know what our review has been already. On one level, it's a deep tragedy told in passing glances. At the same time, it's a rallying call that broadens the potential for black artistry to permeate popular culture in fresh ways. And so, um, I'm absolutely here for it because, again, y'all know that I've been here for Moonlight since day one, since negative day one, because I saw it weeks before other people did. <clears throat> and um, Ronald and I made a review on YouTube about it, and um, it should be celebrated because it is something that we've never seen before. And unfortunately, to this date, we still ain't seen another one since. Ooh, they they even gave this the goddamn best picture award. And nobody even had the animus to do it again the following year or the following year after that. Or even this year. So that is why it is one of the best movies. And definitely the best movie of this decade. Um, and I'm excited and happy to see a movie like Moonlight being celebrated, awarded uh, for the achievements of being something that we thought we would never see and something that we can all go back and look at and marvel at. I looked at Moonlight again like um, two weeks ago and was glued to it. Like I was just, I wanted to wanted it to play in the background and I was going to fall asleep to it, but I ended up watching the full, the full movie from beginning to yeah. end because I was like, oh, y'all know what's next. Ooh, Big Sharon coming next. <laughs> so um, it is definitely one of the greatest movies of all time and definitely um, one of the greatest movies of this decade. And I am absolutely here for it. So we have come to our favorite part of the episode. Uh, it is our last call. And again, if you are familiar with this show and you know um, that we do alcohol here, um, we are going to be taking a shot and doing our last call to various subjects. Cheers, gentlemen. My last call this. Oh, chair. Don't die. My last call this week goes out to a new gen called Fuck Boy Tears. Um, the website says empowerment is a drink best served on the rocks. It says when he doesn't believe in labels, starts texting you after months of silence and asks what you doing at 2 a.m., begs for nudes, and says all his exes are crazy, he's a fuck boy. You don't deserve that. So we made them cry, and then we bottled their tears. So shout shout out to the marketing, okay? <laughs> um, I'm gonna show y'all the bottle. Oh, okay. Um, so shout out to Fuckboy Tears. Oh, That's I don't, cute. I, I get the message, but I don't know <laughs> I if I want to really, drink that. <laughs> I really love the market because you know it's a play on culture right now, and you can sell it for two or three years and then go out of business. No shade, most businesses <laughs> do go. 
out of office within five years anyway. But, you know, it's a cute little marketing ploy, and I really love the marketing campaign around the Fuckboy Tears gin. So, shout out to them and their marketing squad. If y'all want to send us a sample, we, we, we'd be more than happy to take a shot of it. Yeah. What is your last call this week? Uh, my last call is the fighting in our community, um, taking that more seriously, the killings in D.C., acknowledging that and actually stopping it. Amen. And to little Nas X, you know, coming out, being himself and getting all the positive feedback that he's been getting so far and living his life true and expeditiously. I love it. Like, it's beautiful. It's a true essence of what you can be as a successful gay black man here in the industry. He just tied Mariah oh Carey yes, for one week day, 17 weeks, number one on the Billboard chart. This is true. So, yeah. I'm so happy for Lil Nas X. The way he planned and scheduled this out. And Shout just, out to the marketing event. Okay. Because <laughs> he marketed. The strategic <laughs> planning around this, this, I applaud you. This marketing. Shout out to all the marketing girls. Okay, and you're a bad bitch. And I love you. And I love you. And I have nothing negative to say about you. I love that that, that big ass bottom lip of yours. Okay. So, <clears throat> I'll, I'll, I'll just leave that there. Um, my last call this week is to um, the barbershop that had to pay $75,000 uh, to a customer who they refused to cut his hair because he was found out to be HIV positive. Um, the story was on uh, pause.com. Um, the barbershop must pay $75,000. Think about that if you're a barbershop. Whoop, that's right. $75,000 plus attorney's fees and legal costs to a man that they denied a haircut because he has HIV. Um, they didn't quite name the barbershop. They named the barber, I guess, maybe that is managing or owned the barbershop. His name is Nico Briteramos. Uh-huh. Um, and in 2017, he denied... Oh, they named it, actually. I'm sorry. It's the L.A. Barbershop King, Kings of Cuts. So, the hood barbershop in L.A. <clears throat> uh, they denied service to a young man because it was found out that he had HIV. And they didn't want to cut his hair because uh, it might... You know, stigma. Yeah, the stigma Mm -hmm. of cutting someone's hair might infect your clippers, which will infect your other customers. Mm -hmm. And those customers won't come here and blah, blah, blah. So they turned him away. And um, this gentleman filed suit and won the suit for $75,000. So if you want to be a business owner and be um, an entrepreneur, be savvy about your shit... Or you can lose $75,000. You got to be the <laughs> HR department. <laughs> can can we do this? Call HR. You got to be the Get HR. Get you a consultant. Because <laughs> this hood shit of, well, I don't want to serve you. That's not going to work. That's not going to fly no more. The HR, the the, the legal team. Is absolutely not going to fly. <laughs> you got to be the legal team when you self-employed. You got to be. And if you can't do all that. Get a consultant. Get you a call center job. They oh. have a legal team. They have an HR. And that is this week's episode of Here For It Podcast. Thank you guys so much for listening. We appreciate your listenership so much. If you have not subscribed already, make sure you subscribe so you can get our content right when we upload. Make sure you like this this episode and comment below about anything that we talked about. Again, I am the Superman, T-H-E-E-S-U-P-A-M-A-N. And you can find me in the back room of every library. 
And I'm Derek Strawberry Cox. You can find me on Facebook, Chow May Cox, C-A-O-M-E-I, Cox, C-O-X, not C-L-C-K-S. Or on Instagram, Strawberry with three Bs, number 48. I was like, shit, what's my name? Shit, y'all just did it so eloquently and beautiful. Uh, <laughs> my name is Ronald Matters. Follow me on the internet at Ronald Matters. And of course, RonaldMatters.com. Make sure you take your Truvada. If you're on prep, yay. Bye.